Greetings to all my tech heads out there in the Kev Techify Nation. And if you're new here, welcome. In this episode, we're going to look at APIs, also known as Application Programming Interface. We'll be discussing APIs, the API concept. We'll go through an, an API example. We'll look at open internal and partner APIs. And finally, we'll take a look at the types of web service APIs. This episode is part of my service on enterprise networking security and automation for the CCNA. I'm Kevin here at Kev Techify. Let's get this adventure started. An API is a software that allows other applications to access its data or services. It is a set of rules here that describes how one application can interact with another and the instructions to allow that interaction to occur. The user sends an API request to the server asking for some specific information and receives an API response in return from the server along with the requested information. Here's an example. A user or customer at the restaurant is ordering something. The user here makes a request of the, of the waiter. That waiter is the API. The API, the waiter, then makes a request of the different applications, whether it's the kitchen, some of the wait staff, he has to go to the bar to get a drink. He makes a request. That application sends back whatever was requested. He has um, an extra order of french fries. The waiter then delivers that to the customer and that satisfies that customer's request. API stands for Application Programming Interface. It's a way for these two pieces of software to talk with each other. It's a middleman that sends and receives information. I like this quote here from the Future App Developer Magazine. With APIs, someone else has already done all of the hard programming for you. You just need to know the API calls to get the information. Very true statement. Somebody's already set up the server, software, set up those communication channels, those APIs. All you have to do is access those APIs to get information. You're using APIs all the time. Whether you're searching for restaurants here on Yelp, you're getting directions on Google, you're watching videos from YouTube, you're following a Twitter feed, generating random quotes, even looking at satellite-generated images of space, you are using APIs. To help us understand the API a little bit better, let's look at booking an airline ticket. If you go to the airline's website, you're going to go in, you're going to fill up the information, you're going to submit it, and you're going to directly access that database. That database is going to get the information, going to feed it back to you, and it'll give you a list of that information. But it's only for that site. Where, if we are using APIs, now, you're not using the, the airline's website, you're going to use a travel, travel site, where it looks at a lot of lot of different airlines. You put in all the same information here, but this time, instead of just going to one database, it's going to go to a lot of different databases and search them. It's going to find you the best value, the best times that meet what you needed. It uses API calls to these airline websites. They don't have a direct connection 
between the website and the database, they use these API calls. The airlines did all the hard work of setting up the database, having that data. The, these travel websites, all they do is do an API call to get the information from them. The travel website then takes all that data, puts it all together and sends back a response to you and tells you, these are your choices. Here is an example of the picture of the day from NASA. NASA has an API that will allow you to run it on multiple devices, multiple places, and get you the picture of the day. NASA did all the hard work. They set the website up. They got the picture, which involved launching satellites and telescopes and everything else. They did all the hard work. All you have to do is a simple API call on your website and you can have a picture on your website, the NASA picture of the day. I hope you're liking this episode on APIs. If you have the time, please leave a comment and let me know what you think about APIs. You can also visit my website at kevtechify.com for all of my details and how to get these episodes in video and podcast form. There are a couple types of APIs. First one is an open API or a public API. Now, anybody can access these. It's, it's open. There's no restrictions. Because these APIs are public, many of these API providers, they require the user to get a free key or a token and... What this does is help control the number of API requests to receive and process. The next type of API would be an internal or private, private API. What this is, is an API that's used by an organization. No public access to this. It's only designed to be used internally. An example here would be allowing authorized salespeople to access internal sales data on their mobile devices. The last type of API is a partner API. Now these APIs are used between companies and its business partners. And they use it to facilitate business between them. The business partner must have a license or other form of different permission to use this API. An example here would be a travel service using the airline's API to get that flight information for you to book the ticket. APIs have become very important in today's world, especially with software-defined networking. They're changing how we have programmed our devices. With APIs now, we no longer have to have that console cable. We can go over the network using APIs to program our devices with software-defined networking. APIs here are used to communicate between services, network devices, and even do monitoring and management of the software. There are several types of web service APIs out there. First, we have SOAP. This was designed by Microsoft. Very well established, very mature. It's used to build internet websites and it uses HTTP and XML. REST is actually, it's a framework and it is simpler, more simpler to use than SOAP. It's because of the flexible formatting and a lot of people do use this REST framework. 
It uses HTTP and it also supports JSON and XML. Another web service API we have is NetConf. NetConf here. Now what this is designed to do is to replace SNMP. And it's designed to be a programmatic interface between management programs and network devices. And we also have REST Conf. REST Conf in our here. It is a REST-like, so REST-like, I like how they put that. It's a REST-like interface it supports XML and JSON and is coupled to Yang for data. Let's take a look at an example of using an API. What we're going to do is we're going to go and look at the POTD, the picture of the day here from NASA. The picture of the day from NASA. And then search for APOD. And here, you can see on the getting started page, it's going to tell you exactly what you need to do. You're going to need to get an API key. You can use the demo key to get started, which we'll do, but you can get your own API key free to get. And then as you scroll down, it will show you the step-by-step -step process of getting started. Here's that power of APIs once again. NASA, Got you the photo. They launched the satellite. They have the telescope. They have the photo. They built the web server. They put it out there. They set the code up. And now all you have to do is use this API to get that picture of the day. To execute an API call, you can use a web browser. In Firefox here, I have an example using the nasa.gov API and I've put my API call right into the URL field here and that's because this API uses REST or representative state transfer which uses HTTP requests. This is an example of a GET request it uses the rest api it uses the rest api to get information from nasa.gov regarding apod or the astronomy picture of the day and here you can see the api key is just the demo key that anybody can use this returns all of this information regarding the astronomy picture of the day. You can also use Postman. Here in Postman, I'm also using REST once again. We have our GET request right here. Here is the URL for our API. Postman will list out our API key right here. 
And then down here, this is the data that was returned from that API call. If you want to use an API in the REST framework into a program or a web browser, in this example, you can see that a web browser is being used to write and execute code right from the browser. On the left side here, there's an HTML web page that's been created. Right here on line 25, this is the get request with our API code in it. Here is the JavaScript that is going to request the picture of a day from nasa.gov. And when I click the click to run button here, this is an old picture right here. When I click that click to run button, it's going to give us a new picture. I went, I clicked on the click to run button. We now have a new picture called Elephant's Trunk Nebula. It was my pleasure to provide you with this wonderful episode on APIs. If you like this episode and you got value out of it, please click that like button, give a five-star rating, leave a comment. This all helps me bring you more great content. Please take a minute to subscribe to my channel. All my socials and contact information are on my website, govtechify.com. There you can find out how to get all these episodes in video and podcast form. In the upper right is my playlist for my series on enterprise networking, security, and automation for the CCNA. Thank you so much for watching this episode of my series on enterprise networking, security, and automation for the CCNA. Once again, I'm Kevin. This is Kev Techify. I'll see you next time for another great adventure.